On today's show, we will outline five important questions to ask your advisor about inflation and its impact on you and your retirement plan. All that and more right here on Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Elevated financial management, where you can find them right here in the Seattle market. They have 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business and helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They're certified financial fiduciaries. Folks, this is about retirement. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we get into the different retirement topics, and you're going to have questions about where you are in your planning process. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you're in need of a second opinion. We have spots on the calendar with Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management. And it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We're going to open those up here in just a little bit. Now, there are many economists predicting a recession in the next 12 months. A lot are saying we're already in one. And is it time to take stock of your current plan? Absolutely. What should you be doing, if anything, to weather the current financial storm? So let's talk about this. Current inflation blowing up. Carefully planned budget? Yes, it will. And according to a new survey done by LendingTree, Middle and high income people are feeling the pinch. Get these numbers. 63% of middle income earners and 49% of high earners said they are living, are you ready? Paycheck to paycheck. Now, those numbers are up from a year ago from 57% and 38% just, again, last year. So what now? What do we do? We've got some questions you should be asking yourself or your current advisor. Question number one, Mark, we start with you. Do I have, this is the question you need to be asking, do I have a long-term financial plan? Yeah, thank you so much for that, asking me that, Morgan, because this is something that Casey and I seem to be running into on a regular basis is a client either sees our TV show or radio or listens to our radio show and they come in and they literally have no plan. They've got no written plan. They're pretty much winging it. And so that's something that I just want our listeners to think about. Do you have a written plan? Because right now there's a lot of things happening and there's a lot of concern and there's a lot of trepidation that everybody's feeling right now. Inflation is going through the roof. Uh, taxes, we know are going to be going up with the debt that this country is carrying. So it's causing a lot of concern. So here's the question. If you do have a plan, when's the last time you updated it or even uh, we're willing to look at it. But I want to share four specific things that I think may help you uh, when you are either beginning to set up a plan or you have one that you're wanting to make some adjustments to. Number one, chip away at any debt that you're carrying. Try and reduce that ugly credit card debt with most of us know most of the rates are over 20%. So you've got to find a way to bring that debt down. Cause just think about it. If you're carrying 20, 25% interest uh, debt and then inflation is going through the roof at double digits. Yeah. That's going to put a real whammy on any planning you might be trying to do. Then when's the last time you looked at the second point is your spending. Maybe it's time to really uh, track your, your spending over a two-month period of time, three-month period of time, and get a true handle on what is actually going out each and every month. Now, the third one is probably going to cause a little bit of worry for some in our listening audience, and that's curb your impulse buying. 
Now think about this right now. We all know the holiday season is approaching. So everybody's going into getting gift for friends and family, but there's, you've got to really be disciplined and try and find a way to curb uh, just wanting to buy pretty much everything that your eye looks at and then pulling out a piece of plastic to pay for it. It's going to be hard to get out of debt if you're, if that's a, a issue that you might be dealing with. And then the the fourth thing is to build up your emergency savings. Now, everybody's situation is unique to them, but let's try and find a way to build it up so you have at least six to 12 months of cash that you could access if you need it in an emergency. We are talking about questions you need to be asking yourself or your current advisor when it comes to your retirement. That first one Mark handled so well. You know, do I have a long-term financial plan? So many things you need to think about uh, when it comes to that. Next question. I'm going to throw this one at you, Casey. How does inflation impact my cash flow? You know, we talk so much about inflation and it's at the top of minds for everybody right now that I just I want to keep this kind of short and sweet and to the point. Uh, really, it, it, this is situational for everybody. What is inflation? Um, we, we all understand that that's the disappearing of our purchasing power, um, the, the cost of goods going up, meanwhile, our income isn't. And so with that, we have to understand what that really means to us individually. Um, it's possible that our bucket of goods is not as affected as somebody else's bucket of goods. The things that we live our life is different than how somebody else lives their life. And so uh, if you're on a fixed rate mortgage, um, in reality, inflation may actually be doing you a favor versus those that are trying to purchase a home right now or on a variable rate, uh, those kind of things. Or maybe if they're renting, undoubtedly their uh, rent is going up because the owner of that property has to deal with inflation on his side. So it really is situational. And, and the reason that we want you to ask this question, not only of yourselves, but if you're working with somebody, you need to understand how it affects you. And you need to make sure that the person that you're working with understands how this affects you and can help you better understand how this affects you. Tell you the current financial storm that's going on, you know, how do we weather it? These are questions you need to be asking yourself or your current advisor. Do I have a long-term financial plan? How does inflation impact my cash flow? So what should we do from this point? Well, we're going to check in with NBC News senior business analyst Stephanie Rule. She says maybe what you should do is nothing. Listen, when the market is bouncing around like this, I have two rules. Okay. Do not panic and stay the course. That's easier said than done. If you look your 401k accounts all day, every day, mm -hmm. you're going to freak out. And you're going to say, oh, my gosh, I need to sell. But if you were to sell right now, mm -hmm. you're going to lock in your losses. And also, you're going to pay a fee. Remember, you have to have your 401k in for the long haul. Mm -hmm. If you take that money out early, you're going to pay a fee on mm -hmm. that. You want to look at this as a long-term investment. Markets are going to go up. They're going to go down. Mm -hmm. Your retirement account should stick. Try to relax. Take a breath. NBC News senior business analyst Stephanie Rule with those comments. And with those comments, we go to question number three. Mark and Casey, you guys can jump in on this. Should I change course? This is the question you need to be asking. Should I change course or not? Well, I think in what Stephanie just brought up in that interview, uh, there's more information that we need. Everybody's situation is unique to them. And so if you are younger, I think what she said makes 100% perfect sense. Now, if you're older, if you're getting into the retirement red zone or just good, hit retirement, or maybe you're just started and you've just maybe been in a year, that may not be the case. She may not be right. So that's really situational. And so uh, we know when you look at loan rates right now, like Casey mentioned, I know I have a variable rate on 
a house that I built uh, three years ago. And so I'm going to be having to look at what am I going to do when I get to the end of this term. So uh, it still is going to make a lot of sense to pay off personal loans right now, credit card debt. Um, but I, I do agree that don't make any sudden moves uh, unless you absolutely have to. Because when you think about long-term investing, is exactly that. It's long-term. And so you don't want to panic just because the market is correcting. We know we get in, a bear market hits us about every five to six years. Now, we had a tremendous 12, 13-year bull run, which is a little longer than normal. So sometimes she did make a lot of sense. No action can be the best thing that you can do. But Casey has a, another thought on this as well. Yeah, I think it's really important to note that, um, you know, Mark was talking earlier about, do you have a financial plan? If you don't have a financial plan and your your stocks, your accounts are dipping very aggressively, as we've seen with a lot of folks, that might be time to panic. Because if you have a plan and uh, undoubtedly volatility is a portion of the plan that's to be included and you have a way to deal with that, that's okay. But if you don't have a plan and you're just watching your life savings disappear, it's time to get an opinion and figure out what's really going on and what you can do to improve it questions you should be asking again we're talking about just weathering the current financial storm that we're seeing you need to be asking these questions of yourself or your advisor do i have a long-term financial plan how's inflation impacting my cash flow you know should i be changing course or not uh, casey we have time for one more how diversified this is the next question how diversified is my portfolio this is a really, really important question. It ties in really nicely with what we were just talking about. Uh, when it comes to your accounts, if they're running up and down doing exactly what the market's doing, um, I think it's safe to say that you're not very diversified. And so you've got to understand that. The NASDAQ is down close to 30% for the year. The S&P over 17%. Um, the Dow Jones less than that, less than 10%. But still, that, that shows the opportunity and the potential advantage of diversification is having money in different spots and different allocations uh, they can protect us when things do get rough. And if you don't know if you're diversified, I have a I have a good guess that you're probably not. Okay. Well, now's the opportunity to get on the calendar again uh, with Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management. We have five calendar positions for the upcoming week. Casey, what's going to happen for these five callers? Well, we're going to keep it real short and sweet. We want everybody to know that this is for our retirement readiness review. We're going to look at your financial plan. Do you have a plan or just a portfolio? We're going to discuss that with you. We're going to look at inflation with you. How does that affect you? Uh, what is your opportunity to protect yourself from future uh, inflation? We're also going to look at changing courses. Does it make uh, sense to make an adjustment now to possibly have a more positive effect in the future? And is your portfolio diversified? Really, we've got to make sure that we understand what that means. We have five appointments available. Get that retirement readiness review. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Here is the number 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you have not started planning, this is a great opportunity to start down the path. If you are in the middle of something and you need a second opinion, jump on one of these appointments right now. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 866-668-3625. Get in touch with Elevated Financial Management. 866-668-3625. Everyone makes mistakes, but making them in retirement can be costly, and you need to avoid the mistakes. We'll talk about that when we come back on Elevate Your Wealth. Elevate 
Elevate Your Wealth. Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, your host. You can find them during the week at Elevated Financial Management, the power behind the program. And again, Mark and Casey combined 42 years experience in the retirement planning business. They are fiduciaries, and this is about retirement. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We toss around these topics each and every week. You're going to have questions about your own situation. And maybe that situation is you haven't started planning or... You're in the middle of something. You just have questions. You're not getting feedback. It's time for a second opinion. We have five calendar positions. We're going to open up during this portion of the show. And they are open now. And you can call at any point. And you can book one of those appointments. No cost, no obligation. And again, no pressure. Get that retirement readiness review. And the number is 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Now, there are no hard and fast rules in getting to retirement. We're all eventually going to get there, right? However, there are some mistakes that people make that can absolutely just blow up a retirement plan and your golden years. So we're going to highlight the mistakes, and these are ones you need to avoid. So Mark, I've got two in a row for you. The first one, thinking that you can beat the market. (laughs) It's so funny because I think... Uh, a lot of us, especially those that might be what we call in this business, uh, do-it-yourselfers, um, sometimes we might put uh, our own brain power uh, ahead of everyone else and thinking that we can beat the market. But here's something we know if you study this like we have, we look at the market every day, uh, and even professional traders who buy and sell individual stocks will rarely outperform the market over a long term. See, they might do it over a short term, but over the long term, that usually doesn't happen. And that's really what's known as an active strategy or a tactical approach. You move in and out of individual stocks uh, more regularly than you do if you've taken a, a passive approach, but it also can cause excessive volatility, which can put your portfolio at a much heavier risk and and a loss potential. So it's that's mistake number one, thinking that we can beat the market. All right. Now, this, I, I was just oh, going to go jump ahead. in and say, what, what I'm going to describe a picture for you. You're at a diving well, one of the Olympic diving wells, and you have this huge 10-meter platform, right? And you're up there at the top, and the stock market and the investments, they're in the pool, right? You're at the top. You got all your money. You're standing at the top. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little nervous right now, and I don't want to jump into the pool. So I'm kind of stay on the top of that diving board. So the exact opposite of mistake number one is thinking that you can beat the market. And the mistake number two is keeping all your money in cash because you're too nervous. Yeah, that's and thank you for for bringing that out, too, because that's a good analogy or a good illustration. Uh, The complete opposite of the at home trader, right, is a person who keeps all or his or her money in cash because they got so freaked out maybe over what happened in 2008 or even prior to that 2000 when the dot-com bubble burst. So they went into cash. Problem with that is they missed an incredible run-up and their money could have doubled and maybe tripled uh, if they kept it in the market in a, in a safe and sound way. So, you, you know, the problem with staying in cash is that you can't keep up with the silent killer, which is hitting all of us hard right in the took us right now. And that is, of course, um, inflation. And this is a particular problem when you're a retiree and you're getting ready to uh, have to face everything that you're going to deal with in retirement, right? So you've got healthcare costs going through the roof. Um, 
all the things that we need to buy are more and more expensive. And that's something that that's a mistake. Uh, keeping all of your money in cash. You can't do that as well. All right. We're checking with the FCC. FCC. Can we say took us? Yes, we can say <laughs> took us. We can say took us on the radio. Thank you, Mark, for pulling that back just in time. Elevate Your Wealth is what you're tuned to. We are talking retirement and how to basically save your took us, okay? Because this is a situation that you, I mean, these are mistakes that you need to stay away from. So we've already given you two, you know, thinking that you can beat the market, right? Keeping all your cash in there, you're going to beat it. You're going to beat it. Or the opposite of that, you know, keeping all your money in cash because you're nervous, you're a little bit scared, it's not doing anything for you. So let's get to this next mistake. Casey, handle this one for us. You got the next two. Putting a little money, but you're spreading it out all over the place. Yeah, you know, we we actually see this quite a bit. Uh, We've had a number of clients and uh, thinking that the diversification is created by having money in different accounts. Uh, but but really, it's the underlying assets that create diversification. Um, you know, if we have money in different accounts, it may be in different places, and um, that may give us some satisfaction of, of having different access. But in reality, if those accounts, the underlying holdings in each ca- account, account A, B, C, if each one has the same holdings, there's no diversification. Um, and, and something else really that we see too is that uh, very commonly, folks will think, well, I've got 10 or 15 or 20 different mutual funds. Um, that's the diversification that I need. But what do those mutual funds hold? It's kind of the same story. If each one of those mutual funds holds very similar holdings, and they're all moving up and down uh, with the market uh, in seemingly at the in sync together, then really we don't have diversification. And so we've got to understand what the underlying assets are, not only in our accounts, but also in the mutual funds that we hold too, because uh, again, that's not true diversification. So we want to look at that asset allocation, uh, stocks, bonds, real estate, REITs, ETFs, all those kinds of things, uh, and truly understand what our diversification really looks like. These are mistakes to avoid. And again, you're headed towards retirement. You really need to be careful. Uh, People are, are making these and it's having a big negative impact on their retirement. So thinking they can beat the market, keeping all their money in cash, the polar opposites there, you know, putting a little money, but you're spreading it out almost too thin, too many different places. And Casey, the next one, you're steering too clear of your savings. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm keeping it over there. But if you're too clear of it, that could be a mistake. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of funny if, if uh, for our listeners at home, we'll kind of give you a little insight here. A lot of times when we talk about different topics here, um, you'll notice that we talk about both sides. And that's because balance is really important uh, when it comes to retirement planning. So uh, it was just Mark was just talking about you don't want to keep all your money in cash. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to be so aggressive with your cash that you spend all of it. And we also want to make sure that when we look at our savings, that while we do want to have a savings, that when it's time to use it, that we actually do use it. That's what it's there for. That's the key. So we can't uh, we can't steer clear of that. We want to make sure that we use it when the time comes. We can't be afraid to dip into our retirement savings. Uh, that's what you worked so hard for all those years was to make sure that you had that nest egg to take care of you. And if you've got a proper plan, instead of just a portfolio, it's a lot easier to take money from that account because you know that it's all going according to plan. And you'll notice that's why we talk about plans all the time. Uh, Many retirees struggle to make the transition from saving to spending, and they get kind of stuck in this saving mentality. Um, And what we see is folks kind of let their lives pass them by for a period of time when they first enter retirement because they're afraid to go live their life. We don't want that for anybody we work with. We want everybody to live the retirement 
that they've been planning on all these years. And that's why we build customized plans. But you've got to have a plan to give you the confidence to spend the money that you've saved. We're going over uh, the most common oopsies that people are making as they head towards retirement, and it can cost them big time. So that here's the one so far, you know, thinking you can beat the market and then the polar opposite of that, keeping all your money in cash, keeping it safe, but you're missing out, uh, putting a little money, but spreading it out so many different places. That's a mistake. And then steering too clear of your savings, keeping it over there and not touching it, not using it, not enjoying it. And now... Uh, the final mistake, and then we're going to open up the phones here at Elevate Your Wealth, and we are going to give you opportunity to get into the office and talk with Mark, Casey, the entire staff at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure about where you are in your retirement planning process. Mark, the last mistake, feeling trapped by real estate. Yeah, this is one that we really work with our clients at length about. Where do they want to live? Uh, do they want to sell their property? Because for most of our retirees, their their home is probably, if it isn't their 401k, it's their home is their biggest asset. So what are they going to do with it? Because if they're really tied to that family home, it's going to be a really hard decision for them to want to sell it. So, but by selling it, maybe you can downsize, you can move to an area that you'd rather be in, that's going to have a lot lower cost. You know, it, it, and, and then you can invest the difference. You take a place in Seattle and you go to Arizona or New Mexico, you're going to find that your dollars will stretch uh, much, much longer there. So, uh, you know, and, and the nice part about that is it, it allows you to possibly leave a bigger le legacy to the ones you love the most, which is your children and grandchildren. So this is something we don't want to feel trapped by where we live. Bottom line, have a plan. You'll take all of these things into consideration. Casey, we've got five positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. What's going to happen for these five lucky callers? Well, this is our retirement readiness review. So those that take advantage of this, we're going to do a deep dive into the risk that you're currently taking in your portfolio. We're going to do a full analysis on the fees that you're paying, and we're going to look at the true diversification of the underlying assets and make sure that you really do have diversification. That's important to the retirement puzzle. Then we'll look at the tax efficiency of your overall holdings. What are taxes going to look like for you in the future? Is there a way to possibly make improvements and lower your overall tax burden? Um, then we'll also look at... Uh, the impact of inflation for your accounts, see how that's going to affect you in your retirement and affect your retirement dreams. And then the correlation of your assets, again, tying back to that true diversification, how do they move up and down? And finally, the reliability of your income, something that cannot be overlooked when it comes to retirement. So don't hesitate to pick up the phone. Give us a call. We'll make it just as simple as that. Five appointments. Call now. 866-668-3625. Get that retirement readiness review. No cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. Call now. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Coming up after nearly three years, there's still unanswered questions about the SECURE Act and how it's going to impact retirement. And when we come back, we're going to go into it and look at estate planning strategies that you might possibly need to rethink after the SECURE Act. Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them right here in the Seattle market. Elevated Financial Management. Check out their website. It is a great resource for you. EFMNW.com. Again, all letters. 
EFMNW.com. You can see links to the TV show by the same name, Elevate Your Wealth, and all of our radio shows in podcast form. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. A little bit more about Mark and Casey, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, and they are fiduciaries. It's all about retirement on this show. We're going to give you an opportunity to get on their calendar here in just a little bit, so listen up for that. It's called Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act, or SECURE Act for short. We've talked about the changes to the stretch IRA, but there are other estate planning changes as a result, and we're about almost three years into the SECURE Act, so let's outline some of the changes and how they can impact you. So the first one, Casey, distribution of inherited IRAs. Yeah, this is one of the uh, most notable changes from the SECURE Act, uh, was that it's adjusted how inherited IRAs have to be distributed uh, to the beneficiary. So I will give you a a kind of a a previous look back very quickly because we're going to talk about it more in a little bit. But essentially what was called the stretch IRA, where if you received uh, an inherited IRA from somebody, you could stretch that amount over the course of your lifetime and take money over it, uh, maybe over the course of the next 30 or 40 years. Well, with the introduction of the SECURE Act, what's happened now is that non-spousal beneficiaries have to take full distribution from the account within 10 years. So what that means is if you receive, let's say, a $500,000 inherited IRA, you've got to get all $500,000 of that out in the next 10 years. And so uh, really what that means is paying taxes at an accelerated rate. And for most folks, it's going to mean a higher tax rate um, because they're taking out larger chunks, which is overall pushing their their income into higher brackets. And so it's something that we've got to plan for, something that we need to understand. Uh, There are things that can be done from a planning perspective to help offset that, but really we've got to know what the true potential is there. Uh, We have clients that have received inherited IRAs, a couple of them that received them uh, right after this act went into place. And so they're having to deal with this new rule. Um, and again, it's it's all about having a plan and understanding how that's going to affect you. Going over just unanswered questions about the Secure Act and how it's going to impact retirement. Uh, talking about things that you really need to be aware of. So, distribution of inherited IRAs. One, uh, Mark. What about eligible designated beneficiaries? Yeah, this causes a lot of confusion. As Casey was just mentioning, there are some beneficiaries that can still do a stretch, right? Let's make it really clear as mud. And that's what the government has done. Now, there's been some really good things in connection with the SECURE Act. And one of them is that you don't have to start taking your RMD until age 72 now instead of 70 and a half. But when it comes to certain beneficiaries, it could be a spouse Okay, and it can also another one that can uh, stretch it is a disabled beneficiary who is at least 10 years younger than the account holder. And then there's one very unique beneficiary, and that could be a trust. So these uh, primary three spouse, uh, disabled child and then uh, a trust have the ability to still do what we called the stretch in the past. So uh, there are certain situations where this could be a powerful planning tool. Talking about the SECURE Act, again, setting every community up for Retirement Act, again, short for SECURE Act. Uh, We've talked about some of the changes to that stretch IRA, but we're also looking at the other estate planning changes that can be a result and you need to be prepared for. We've kind of talked about this already today, Uh, Casey, you've mentioned it as well, but the 10-year rule and, of course, the taxes that come with it. 
Yeah, you know, I think we just want to hit this again because it's so important. Uh, people maybe don't understand the grasp of what we're really talking about here or the weight. I'm sorry, they don't grasp the weight of what we're really talking about here. And so the point being is that you've got 10 years to get all the money out of that in inherited IRA account. If you're not a eligible designated beneficiary, meaning that that 10-year rule does apply to you, if that 10-year rule does apply to you as it's going to for most folks, You've got 10 years to get that money out of the account and pay taxes on every dollar of it. So if you're already close to the uh, upper limit of your tax bracket, and now you've got to take, let's say, a fifty dollars or $60,000 distribution in one year um, to, help, to help take some money from that account over the next 10 years, um, that's going to push you into a higher tax bracket, which means that ultimately you're paying more taxes. Now, you are receiving money that maybe you weren't planning on, which is great. But ultimately, whoever gave you that, uh, we assume mom and dad, mom and dad wanted you to have every dollar of that as as much as you could. And so that's really where uh, it comes down to being a good steward of your own money and understanding what your options are. Um, you know, the the key here is that most folks are going to end up in a higher tax bracket. They're going to pay more taxes because of this than they would have had they been able to use the stretch IRA. And so again, we just want you to know how that works so you can see what your options are to improve the situation. Yeah, just information, educate yourself when it comes to the SECURE Act, how that's going to work with estate planning, things that you need to just be aware of. So stretch stretch IRA, uh, we're not talking about it. Let's talk about some alternatives, Mark, to that stretch. Yeah, the elimination of what Casey's been talking about, this uh, stretch IRA really has uh, forced us as, what I would consider good planners to think outside the box a little bit. So in the case of a surviving spouse and children, uh, it might make sense to appoint the surviving spouse, the beneficiary of just a portion of that inherited IRA. And then we would make the children the beneficiaries of the remaining portion. Well, why might that make sense from a planning perspective? Well, here's why. The surviving spouse can take their portion as a stretch. And then the children, of course, are going to be subject to the 10-year rule, like Casey was just talking about, on the initial inherited IRA that they have received. But here's, here's the caveat. Then the surviving spouse is going to make the children the beneficiaries of their IRA. So let's say mom inherited it from dad. Now mom is passing that on to the children. So the children then are going to get a second 10-year period of time, which 10 and 10, we know simple math is 20, right? To take all the money out. This scenario uh, is usually only going to work really well if there's sufficient other assets that the surviving spouse is able to live on. And so this is something that's unique to each person. And that's why you've got to do some planning. Let's look at your situation and see if an option like this might make really good sense that a lot of folks have never even heard of doing. So it's really a way to think outside the box. Elevate Your Wealth is the program you're listening to. It's powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, and their team. And it's true. I mean, we go over all these different topics each and every week, and uh, you're going to really kind of get tuned into, wow, there's a lot 
that goes into retirement planning. And you need to make sure you're having these types of conversations. We're just hitting, you know, we're just kind of brushing over the SECURE Act and what it's going to do for estate planning and changes you need to be aware of that can impact you. Uh, We've talked about distribution of inherited IRAs, eligible designated beneficiaries, the 10-year rule and the taxes involved, and alternatives to that stretch IRA. So, Casey, I've got two more for you. Here you go. Exemptions for IRAs inherited before 2020, and I'll continue in that role of the Roth IRA. We love Roths. Yeah, you know, the this is something that we really want to clarify. Number one, we do love Roths, and we're going to come right back to that. Um, but we want everybody to know, because this, this is a big question when people hear about this new rule. Uh, many folks will think, well, I have an inherited IRA, IRA that, that I got four or five, six years ago, uh, maybe 10 years ago. Does that mean that now, now I only have 10 years left to get the money out? Um, you know, when I've still got 20 or 30 years left in my life? And the answer is no. Um, if you inherited your IRA prior to January 1st, 2020, then you're covered by the rules that were in place at that time. And the new 10-year rule that we've just been discussing does not apply to you. But for those folks that do receive an IRA on January 1, 2020 or after, then this new rule does apply to you. And it's something that you've got to understand. Um, and that's really where the Roth comes in. Like you mentioned, Morgan, um, Roths receive a lot of press as a way to combat the impact of potentially increased taxes to beneficiaries under the new 10-year rule. Um, and th- this is an important caveat. We want people to understand that Roth IRAs are still subject to the rule for withdrawals. But as long as the account owner has satisfied the five-year rule, meaning that the money they put into the account has been there for five years or the, the growth has been happening for five years in that account, um, that as long as that's been there for five years, withdrawals by the beneficiaries are tax-free. So we still need to get the money out in 10 years, but we're not paying taxes on it. So that does combat the tax issue. Um, of course, there's some complications with Roth because there's only so much that we can put into a Roth uh, from a contribution standpoint. There is the five-year rule uh, for a Roth, meaning when we put that money in, we've got to leave it there for five years to grow. Then we can start taking it out after our age is 59 and a half. And so really, the, the point being here is that each planning tool does bring another layer to the planning process. And you got to be working with somebody who can help you understand that and somebody that understands your situation and all of these rules appropriately to be able to build something special and specific to you. The SECURE Act, we're almost at three years, and there's still a lot out there, unanswered questions about it and how it's going to impact retirement. We're going over a few of the categories. We have time for one more. Mark, let's go to you. Life insurance as an alternative. This is something I want our listeners to really think about. For a lot of us, as we approach retirement, and I'm 65 years old myself, but they they have a negative view of life insurance. And it can be one of the biases that can really be uh, a, a powerful tool. In fact, I believe it's one of the best ways to move money to our children because all the money goes tax-free to them. But this is a way that we can circumvent the new rules, right, on inherited IRAs. Okay, Uh, because this is going to be a way uh, maybe you're not a designated beneficiary, you're not a spouse or you're not a disabled child or it's not a trust. So this is a way that we can increase um, the life insurance. We're going to want to really look at that as an option. This may not may or may not be an option, though, because health and age really come into play when it comes to life insurance. So if you're not still insurable, well, then that becomes uh, a a non-option for you. 
but it is absolutely one of the best ways to pass assets to our children, our grandchildren, and then be able to avoid the 10-year rule on inherited IRAs in some cases. Here on Elevate Your Wealth, it's all about dotting the I's and crossing the T's when it comes to retirement planning and just talking about the SECURE Act and the impact on estate planning. Uh, it can be a head turner. It can make your head turn on a swivel. So make sure you're getting the right information. Make sure you're asking these questions and you're getting good answers. Now there's an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, and you can meet with Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, and their team. Casey, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Well, as part of our retirement readiness review, we talk about each of the things that we've just discussed, inherited IRAs. Uh, what are your true options there? How can you lower your tax burden if you've received one? And if you're potentially leaving an IRA to your children or to somebody else, how are the taxes going to affect them? That's important for you to know. And is there something that you can do now to lower that tax burden for them? Uh, ultimately, taxes are a big key in retirement. So we really dig in heavy and make sure that uh, you understand the taxes of your portfolio, how that's going to affect you and what the options are to lower those in the future. We'll discuss that as well as many other things that affect all retirees. We've got five spots. Call now and grab one. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Get that retirement readiness review. 866-668-3625. Coming back with question and answer, we'll hear from Bellevue, Shoreline, and Black Diamond. Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in the Seattle market. They have 42 years combined experience between them. And look, they've helped hundreds of their clients get ready for their golden years, their retirement. They are fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we hit the retirement topics, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. Talk about your retirement situation. Hey, we get it. You're busy. You're out. You're about. You can't listen to the entire show, but you can always go to the website because it is a great resource for you. Check it out, efmnw.com. That's all letters, efmnw.com. TV show links, again, Elevate Your Wealth on the TV, and all of our radio shows in podcast form. You can listen and watch to your heart's content. Great resource for you. Check out EFMNW.com. All right, guys, it is question and answer. Casey, you get the first one from Bellevue. Jenny is there. Here's the question. My company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. I'm not that excited about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to put in as much as I can? Well, great question, uh, Jenny. I, I, I really like where you're coming from on this. And um, not knowing which company you're talking about doesn't really change the answer. Um, if you're not real excited about the stock, I think that it, it's important to make note of that. Um, you know, you really do want to get as much of that free money as you can, that company match. That that really is important, um, and we stress that for everybody. Uh, but, but I think maybe what you could do to help offset that would be to look at the other funds inside of your 401k. So the contributions that you're making, where are those dollars going? Um, and that might be a way to offset some of the potential volatility of the company stock that you've got there. 
Um, another thing that you could do is look to create an IRA outside of your 401k or a Roth IRA outside your uh, 401k to, um, from a Roth perspective, to not only lessen taxes in the future, but uh, also in a traditional IRA to be able to control the investments more so um, and possibly have some assets that uh, just create further diversification that move differently from the stock of your company. Um, I, I think it really still is important to get that company match simply because it's free money. But there's other things that you can do that will help lower maybe what your concern is, which I assume is probably the volatility of that company stock. That's what most people are thinking. Um, and so don't don't hesitate to maybe try and think outside the box on that. But I, I would say, yeah, it's still a great idea to try and get that company match as much as you can. Question and answer portion of the program. You're listening to Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management. Again, opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey. Talk about your retirement situation is right around the corner. Next question up is from Shoreline. It's Lillian. Mark, this one's for you. I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What's the best way that I can save money and lower my taxes? Well, this Lillian, thanks for uh, asking us this question. Casey just touched on some of the things that I might share with you. So one of the first things, if you don't have a, a company match or, or a company plan at all, well, then you're going to have to be disciplined yourself, right? So you're going to have to want to set up your own IRA. And I would absolutely, uh, depending on your age, but I think in most situations, I'm going to recommend that you set up a Roth IRA. Uh, that's going to give you the most benefit when you do retire because all the money when it comes out is going to be tax free. And that's the type of retirement assets that most of us don't have a lot of, but we should have the most of, but it's just not that way. Uh, Roth didn't come around for a long time. And so it's, it's you know, last decade, uh, Roth was made available, but it wasn't available prior to that. Another thing that you could think about using another just tool in the toolbox could be uh, a life insurance policy. Life insurance, when it's set up as a retirement vehicle, not for death benefit, but for actual retirement dollars on the back end, that is going to be treated tax-wise just like a Roth is. It's tax-free. So these are going to be a couple of different things that you can set up because here's the really the reality for all of us. There's two type of pains that we all are going to suffer uh, in our financial building of our wealth. It's either going to be the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And I can't tell you how many come into our office and they're suffering from the pain of regret. They only have social security. They don't have anything else. But those that suffer the pain of discipline because they paid themselves and they put into these uh, different wonderful savings vehicles and retirement vehicles, they have a lot more money to draw on when it matters. And so please find a way to, to deal with pain of discipline now so that you don't have the pain of regret later. Tell you folks, having that conversation, you know, putting things out on the table when it comes to your retirement, we get it. It's very personal. Uh, but it's time to get busy. It's time to start planning. It's time to, you know, look down the road. How are you set up for your golden years, your retirement? If you ha if, if you haven't done anything, now's the time to get, get moving. Or, or if you're in the middle of something, you feel like you're stagnant. You're just kind of treading water. It's just not working. Get a second opinion. We go through these questions each and every week, and there's going to be a question in there that might be similar to what you're going through. It's not exactly what you're going through. Your retirement is going to be unique 
to you, your plan needs to be custom to you. Next question up, Black Diamond. Steve is there. Casey, this one will throw at you. 65 years old, and I'm retiring early next year. So it's right, I mean, literally right around the corner. I have about 150000 in my Roth IRA, 450000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? Yeah, great question, Steve. Um, you know, I, I, realistically, it does matter. Um, and let, let me help explain why. Um, if we are in a situation right now where most people, and I, I think pretty much the majority of everybody listening to our show is going to agree with this, that taxes are going up. If we're in a situation where taxes are going up in the future, we know what our tax rate is right now on your 401k, right? Because all the money that's in your 401k, Steve, every dollar that comes out of that's going to be taxed like regular income. So let's say you're in a 22% tax bracket right now. Well, if we believe taxes are going up, then that same money that you could be pulling out right now, if you wait to pull that money out, you're going to potentially pay a higher tax rate on it in the future. That Roth money, you'll never pay taxes on when you take it out in retirement. You're old enough, you're over the 59 and a half age limit. And so every dollar that comes out of your Roth account, assuming that you've had it for at least five years, every dollar that you contributed and every dollar of growth is going to come out tax free. So we can take the money out of your 401k now at today's tax rates start getting that money out, let the Roth continue to grow over the next 10, 15, 20, 25 years, whatever it is. And when tax rates are, let's say they're double what they are right now in the future, just for the sake of illustration, well, that's a big savings because now you're paying zero taxes when everybody else is paying a much higher tax rate. So you've got to understand that there really is an importance in that sequence and pulling the money from the 401k is likely the right move for you. And the reason I say likely is because I, I don't have enough details about your specific situation to say that 100% that is the best move. But for most people, that is the circumstance. Something else that I want to add to this, Steve, is you're 65, you're going to be retiring soon. And you mentioned a 401k. Nothing wrong with a 401k. But it is important to note that inside of an IRA, you're typically going to have more control over the dollars and more opportunity to invest in different asset classes and uh, overall different assets inside of an IRA because you can pick individual stocks and you can set it up exactly as you'd like. Or maybe your advisor can help you do that. But the point being here that you you generally have more control inside of an IRA. So that's something to consider as well. There's other things to consider with that where sometimes being in the 401k is really the best move. It's got lower fees and things like that. But you want to understand those, uh, those opportunities that you have for improvement and really look at all of those options to make sure that you're doing the best thing for yourself. Elevate your wealth question and answer portion of the program. Again, this show is powered by elevated financial management where you can find Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins and their staff. It is always about retirement uh, opportunity almost upon us. We're going to open up five more positions on the calendar for next week and you can meet no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Talk about your uh, retirement situation if you haven't started planning or if you need a second opinion. So, Mark, uh, we've got the five spots. We're going to open them up here in a few seconds. But how can this go, um, I guess, extremely well? So if, if you're lucky enough to get one of the spots, what happens? How's this appointment going to go? One of the things that I want our listeners to really think about is they've heard Casey and I now and we want them to know that there's absolutely going to be no pressure when you come in. I think everybody worries that they're going to be sold something that they 
maybe don't want, or they're going to be pressured into making a decision that they don't want to make. And we want to assure everyone that is absolutely never going to happen here. Uh, leave your checkbook at home. Uh, we want you to feel comfortable because we do. We ask a lot of questions and we're, we're going to ask you some questions about your retirement that we know nobody else is asking you, uh, especially about your housing situation. Where do you want to live? What do you want your retirement to truly look like? It's not about the money. We all have to have money to do certain things, right? But we don't want that to be a focus of your appointment. So bring an open mind. And then you're going to also want to, we do need to see where you're at. We need to know everything that's going on with you financially. Uh, if you have a trust, please bring that in. Uh, if you've got, you know, a will, we're going to look at your uh, estate planning for you as well. Casey talked about that legacy planning, uh, where your investments are. But we want you to know that just it's going to be a conversation. That's it. Because we partner with everyone that we talk with that becomes clients. They become our friends. And that may sound really cliche-ish. But it's it's something we believe in. We don't want anyone to feel they're just going to be a number with us because that is absolutely not the case. So come in with an open mind, knowing that we're, we're not going to pressure you to make any kind of decisions at all. We just want to find out where you're at and then maybe give you uh, education. I, we believe in education. That's why we teach at the community colleges that we're at and all the different events that we do, along with being online. Uh, we want people to know that uh, we're there to help. We're there to partner with you if you want somebody to help you figure out your retirement and all the puzzle pieces that retirement includes. We have five retirement readiness reviews. Casey, I, I think that was a pretty good uh, job by Mark, just kind of explaining how it's going to go. But add what you want to add, but we've got five of them ready to go. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody to know, uh, like Mark said, this is uh, a no obligation complimentary review. Uh, we're not high pressure guys. We just want to help everybody the best that we can. Uh, sometimes there's folks that we can't help. They're in a great situation and there's nothing really for us to do to improve it. Uh, and we just tell them that. Um, and if there is a way that we can help you, we'll make it very clear as to what that looks like. So we're going to look at five main areas, the income uh, for your portfolio. What's that look like in your retirement? We're going to consider taxes for you. How's that going to affect you in the future? Your investments, are they appropriate? Are they comfortable? Uh, how do they react in an up and a down market? We're going to look at health care, what the potential cost is there. Is there an opportunity to protect yourself from um, high uh, health care expenses in the future? And then we'll also consider legacy and estate, making sure that what you have passes appropriately to the next generation. So don't hesitate to call. We'd love to help you if we can. All right, we've got five spots. Call now. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Thank you for listening to Elevate Your Wealth. We're back on the radio next week. advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided 
provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved. 